This is the public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the O. Yo, let's fucking go. It's been a cool minute, man. It's been a fucking... I think it's been about almost two months since I recorded a podcast. It's been super, super, super busy. And it fucking feels good to be back at it. It really does, man. It feels really fucking good. You know, I had to I had to put Hove on that intro real quick. You know, got to reintroduce myself. I feel good, man. I feel really fucking good. And I hope everybody out there is fucking feeling the same way, honestly. I'll let y'all know what I've been up to. Uh, you know, man, let me tell you. Busy. My daughter is growing up too quick. She's already four months old. I already got her first tooth already popping out on the bottom. I can't believe it. It's just, she's a cutie. She's like her mom's twin, I swear. And then my son, I got my son playing soccer right now. I'm coaching his team, coaching that soccer team. And man, I got got a whole lot of other shit too. <laughs> All on my plate right now. And you know, my bad, bro. I, I, had, a, I had a lot of good, uh, you know, listens. And I had a lot of great like feedback. And the ratings are well. And I know I took a, I know I took some time off, but hey, I'm back at it. I just needed to, I just needed to really want to, you know, go out and record and do that. I just, I just wasn't making the time for it. Honestly, I was just really busy, you know, being a, being a father and being a husband, you know, basically it. But nothing has really even changed. Honestly, man, I'm still a strongholder on uh, AMC. Still a strongholder on Sundial Growers. Still investing into Ethereum, man. That's that's really it. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. <clears throat> and remember, yo, we're gonna do stocks. Let's get into stocks first. And remember, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you to go do this, go do that. I'm not telling you none of that shit. I'm just telling you literally what I'm investing in. And that's really it. And it's making me money. So shit, I'll just keep talking about what I'm doing. So you know, man. Right now, AMC is currently at forty dollars and one cent. You know, we are we're literally in the driving seat on our way to the bank. That's all I can really tell you. Literally, patience is key in this play. I've been patient for nine months. Uh, I am totally willing to wait as long as I need to. You know, the the squeeze, the short squeeze is no bullshit. There's it's still it's literally the short squeeze. Time is ticking and time is almost up. And all I got is time. Because literally, like, my stock, that's why it's good. Stocks are like a savings account with high interest. That's how I see stocks. And it's literally a savings account with high interest. Put your money there, and if you hit, you hit, and you make a lot of money. So, um, yeah, so AMC is doing really well. They're going to, you know, they had a good, um, they had a good quarterly uh, call. That was back, like, my last podcast, the last episode um, before I took my break, um amc had that earnings call and it was a great earnings call i was actually listening to it and you could actually still listen to it now uh just look it up i'm just gotta look <laughs> very easy <clears throat> but uh actually amc is going to be starting to accept crypto so they're gonna actually they're trying eventually they're gonna move towards the uh the crypto market and they'll be accepting uh like cryptocurrency as payment um so that's really cool there's a lot of good still there's still a lot of good 
things happening for AMC, man. I'm telling you, with well, if I'm correct, it was Labor Day. Labor Day. It was um, uh, had had the most had the most people in the theaters since uh, the whole pandemic. It was like two million something people went to the movie theaters from that Friday all the way to that uh, Sunday. So it was it was crazy. That was that was a big that was a big thing. <clears throat> so AMC's doing well. Like I said, we're in the driver's seat and it's just the patience. Key. Patience is key. We're just waiting. It's just the wait game. And if you still haven't bought into AMC, I would still like I would still recommend, hey, shoot, buy a few. My cousin was a, is a little late. She bought in like I think she said like forty three something like that. I think actually when it had been thirty seven. My but my girls uh my my father in law bought into AMC too. He bought in a little late. But now they're all fucking stocking up and buying fucking bricks and bricks of sundial growers because that shit's only sixty seven cents. But we'll get into that stock right now. But you know like um, you know my bracket on AMC like people always ask me oh where is it gonna go? Honestly, it can go it can go pretty high and you got and people literally look at me crazy once I tell them like my bracket of how I feel AMC is gonna go and where my prediction and where I feel like okay cool this is my sell point this is my exit point. Uh, people always look at me like you crazy, but people really don't understand that, dude. This is, this isn't like, this isn't like hype. This isn't like, you know, like, bullshit. Do your research. VW short squeeze back in two thousand eight. You know, shit. This shit happens. This is a fucking play. Uh, but like what I was saying, my bracket for AMC is literally once I see AMC hit eight hundred dollars, that's like. That's for sure gonna be uh that's gonna be a crazy day. Even when we get into the hundred dollar range, like and it and it's not gonna come easy to get to to get to the thousands in the stock. It's not gonna get easy. We're literally gonna see a nice peak, like what happened, and then we're gonna see a dip, and then we'll see another peak where it hits a high, and then we're gonna see a dip, and literally it's just a fucking it's a it's a hedge fund tactic to just shake off the easy and the paper hands and to shake them off. Literally, you just have your exit plan and you hold. Easy as that. But it's going to be crazy to just see, like, in the next few months uh, to see what happens. Because um, I know uh, <laughs> it's it's just literally a weight game. Like I said, I bought into AMC nine months ago, and I'm not, I'm not in a rush for anything. I know the value. It just kick back, relax, and laugh my way to the bank <laughs> at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, collect a, a, a nice gain, gain amount of that and, um, you know, just don't get taxed on it there's a there's a certain percentage of how much i can take out uh that i won't get taxed on and just take that amount out um and the rest just reinvest it so i don't get taxed heavy on all the capital gains so majority of my capital gains will just get reinvested you know ethereum and if sundial growers is uh hasn't taken off yet then fucking more more investment into sundial but um, a lot of that, a lot of that, inve- a lot of that capital gains from AMC, I will invest that into uh, Ethereum. That's my favorite crypto. But before we get into crypto, like I was saying, AMC is a stronghold, and literally just patience. That's all it is. You know the what they always say: patience is key. That's when it is when it comes to stocks. Patience is key. At the end of the day, um, so yeah. To on to the next stock, Sundial Growers. Sundial Growers, the stock name is SNDL, is currently at uh, 67 cents. I really do like this investment. It is a cannabis stock, um, has a lot of future potential growth. Um, you know, you can't you can't complain when it's a uh, 67 cents uh, to the dollar. So that ain't that ain't bad. 
at all. You can get a whole ton of that. <clears throat> um, and I, you know, to me, I think this is about a year or so investment, you know, buy and stronghold, honestly. Um, like I said, it's about a year or so investment. <clears throat> My bracket on Sundial is about 50 bucks. Like, we'll start to see once it hits the $50 range, then that's when I'll start to believe that, hey, oh shit, it, 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 there's a potential, potentially could reach two, 300 bucks, but um i'll be happy at 50 bucks honestly if you get it at 67 cents and you hold it for a year let me tell you shit uh the same same thing happened uh about two years ago with me and my um me and my wife's um me my fucking i'm all faded <laughs> me and my wife's why do i see my wife I'm, me and my father-in-law fucking faded bro my bad that's how you know i'm smoking on some good weed but um so yeah so my father-in-law um he was like yo look at hexo whoop-de-whoop-de-woo it's a it's you know it was a penny stock oh he was like i'm gonna buy a couple thousand dollars worth i was like yeah that's a pretty good idea so i bought like about two thousand dollars worth and let me tell you should have bought more but um <clears throat> that highest that hit was like 16 bucks and that return on investment was crazy bro let me tell you we made some dough i thanked him he actually that was they gave me that insight <clears throat> and that's and that's why I was talking about Sundog Grows. I was like, hey yo, last that was last night with my uh um my wife's nephew. He had his birthday party, so I was out there and it was at her pop's house and me and him always talk about stocks. He always asked me what I'm invested in. He's basically he has his own stocks, but he's invested into what I'm invested in. He always asked me for some advice and you know, uh he's seen some of my gains and we always chop it up. He's a he's a good dude, bro. He's honestly uh he's he's a really good guy really smart dude <clears throat> um but what i was saying is sundial growers is um is 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 my next future uh i think a nice gainer nice capital gainer right there <clears throat> has some nice uh, has really good upside like i said it is a cannabis stock cannabis futures only the cannabis industry is only going to grow future looks bright for sundial growers um but that stock name is SNDL Sundog Growers, um, sixty-seven cents. Can't complain for a share. Sheesh, run it up by bricks. <clears throat> and last but not least, like I said before, my favorite crypto, Ethereum. <laughs> I fucking love Ethereum. Honestly, yeah, I that's like that's like I said before. That's like my five to ten year hold. Could even be longer. Who knows? But that's where I really see to see that um to see that real big return. And if not, if not, fuck it. But honestly, I really do believe that that's it. Like, shit, you'll never scare money, make no money at the end of the day. It's so fucking simple, bro. Anything that I've ever done in my life, scared money has made no motherfucking money. You know, as long as it, as long as you put your mind to it, really study it, say, okay, cool, this is what my investment's doing. Cool, this is Ethereum. You know, the Ether, there's fucking so much shit. Because, like, the Ether, it's like its own blockchain. It's fucking crazy. That's why Ethereum's going to be... That's why Ethereum's, like, it's like second to Bitcoin. So, imagine in fucking five to ten years. <sighs> and a dip is going to come soon. Once you, When you see that shit go to the 2000s, you better fucking buy up on Ethereum. Most of my capital gains, like I said, from AMC is going to Ethereum. Like... <sighs> I can't wait, man. I can't wait to fucking stock up. I buy Ethereum every month, like from my checks, from my from my job. Fucking always buy a nice little chunk every month. It's like my fucking savings account. It's like I literally have a savings account in Ethereum. That's how I see it. Real shit that will accumulate accumulate very fucking high interest at the end of the month, and also fucking Litecoin. I fuck with Litecoin too. 
Litecoin goes up up and down too. I'm I'll def I'm definitely gonna invest into some Litecoin. Only it's like it ranges from like 150 to 300 bucks. Uh, let me see where it's at right now. Actually, let me check. Give me one sec. Let's see. And Litecoin is at 153. That's a fucking come up too. I that shit always it always it's it always stays in that ballpark range. The Litecoin crypto. I know I'm getting off topic, but uh, fucking it always stays between 150 to 300. And I, I've been I've been doing like those quick flips too, but um, I will get more into that as well. But like I was saying, um, Ethereum, man, I really I really fucking love Ethereum. <clears throat> so that's really it about the stocks. Um, fucking let's get into some fucking sports, man. Let's get into some sports slash betting. <clears throat> I'm gonna talk about uh, you know, gotta talk about the Dodgers. Let's talk about the Dodgers first before we get into the NFL, cause Dodgers just clinched the playoffs today. They just clinched the playoffs against the the um, the D backs, you know. And uh, Dodgers, man, they're playing really, really well. And it's crazy because literally they did get hit. They did get hit with a, uh, some diversity towards that like uh, middle ish toward that middle ish part of the season where we got hit with a bunch of injuries from our pitching and then that that shit with uh, Trevor Bauer, <laughs> that fool fucking fucked up. And um, you know, literally got hit with a bunch of diverse diversity in that in that weird range where teams need to stay solid, um, to keep you know those playoff hopes alive. But hey, the fucking Dodgers did it, bro. They made that good trade with the Nationals, fucking uh, Schauser and fucking Trey Turner, bro. Fucking man, that was a good trade. Those guys, those guys are uh, those guys are something else. Trey Turner is no joke, man, and uh, Max is killing it. Um, but. You know that they just clinched the playoffs, even though uh you know those pitching had bat had some fucking crazy injuries. Uh, the bats were alive. You know, defense was alive. The pitching was still alive, bro. The pitching still did did its job too. Um, you know, right now they're two games behind the Giants for first place for the National League West, so there is some hope that we could still fucking win the division uh for the National League, uh West, and that would be fucking rad. Um, so. Let's just see with the Dodgers, man. It's almost playoff time. Fucking October is literally fucking right around the corner. Playoffs are almost here. Fucking cannot wait. It's going to be sick. Um, I'm actually going to the Dodger game this Tuesday for the Julio U.S. bobblehead night. That shit's going to be fucking sick. I can't wait. That fucking bobblehead is sick. It's just it's him and he has the Mexican flag over him. I can't wait to fucking, you know, cop that shit. I cannot wait. Um, you know, and it's gonna be it's gonna be my fucking first time back at Dodger Stadium. Uh man, this shit's gonna be dope. Since COVID, I haven't been I haven't been to Dodger Stadium since that whole since all the COVID. So I cannot wait to be back in fucking Dodger Stadium. Pound some brews before the game, get a Dodger dog, some garlic fries, fucking place a couple bets. I'll probably place the I'll probably place a money line bet in the, the team total over for the Dodgers. Um, and they're going to be playing the Padres, so that shit's going to be fucking even better, because fuck the Padres. Um, so, yeah, you know, bro, the Dodgers, let's go, man, fucking, we might have, we, we have a nice shot at taking another, at taking a run at it this year. We have a nice fucking shot, you know, it, shit, this shit could happen, it could, it could happen, they could, they could pull it off this year for sure. They got the team, we got the, we got the bats, we got the pitching, we got the team this year. I really do believe that the the Dodgers could run it back. That'd be fucking rad. Um, on top of that, uh, you know, let's fucking go Dodgers. Next, fucking Rams, baby. 
the Los Angeles Rams fucking starting the season off 3 and 0 3 and fucking 0 today they just beat the Buccaneers that shit was crazy that was a, it was a fucking great game you know uh the Rams beat the Buccaneers 24 to 34 uh let me tell you bro fucking Stafford and Cooper Cup man let me tell you these fools are just they 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 just got that they have that connection they they know and it was crazy because like the the first uh the first week of um NFL they're talking about how uh Stafford and uh Cup uh go pull up to practice uh two hours early like all every time they have practice every day they go two hours early and they're they're working together on different plays like that's them like they're they're like <clears throat> they go out together their wives know each other all that good shit so that's good to that's good to see that the team uh the team's um chemistry is really there. I really do think fucking the Rams have a good shot too. They beat the Bucks today, man, and they fucking looked really good. Aaron Donald all day. That fucking guy is an animal. So let's see, bro. Stafford fucking killing it. I, dude, he's just killing it. He's untouchable. It's like four touchdowns today going in. Going in. And Cooper Cup got the touchdown, two touchdowns today. The last week he had another two touchdowns, and the week before he had one touchdown. This fucking guy too, bro. They're they're killing it right now. Rams are looking good. And the crazy part is, bro, is check this out. Um, Sean McVay is um thirty five years old. He's thirty five years old, and fucking Matthew Stafford is thirty three years old. Isn't that fucking crazy, bro? They're two years apart in age. Literally two years apart in age. So, you know, it feels good right now, man. I was watching the game with my son, my daughter, <clears throat> my little my little baby, and my son. Yeah, me and my me and my daughter have our Aaron Donald jerseys on, and my son got his Cooper Cup jersey on, and we were just fucking cheering, bro, because we just beat the fucking Super Bowl champs. We literally we just beat the Super Bowl champs in SoFi Stadium. And I can't wait for me and my son to go to a game this year. Uh we haven't decided which one we're gonna go to, but um we're gonna go to one i don't know we were thinking about the detroit lions game but but we'll see which one uh really attracts our attention the most because we were i was looking at that tennessee titans game and i know their uh defense their fucking secondary is fucking trash 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 so that would be awesome to see the uh the rams go to work on that secondary because let me tell you our offensive line is with it our quarterback is fucking awesome i was so happy once we got rid of jared goff i was like thank god we got rid of jared goff we have a veteran who's been in the year for i think he's like 11 or 12 years something like that and you know shit that that's exactly what sean McVay need he didn't need a fucking student he needed a fucking he needed a fucking veteran a fucking teacher you know fucking stafford even sean McVay said that shit on they had a quote for him saying he made me a better coach that matthew stafford made him a better coach and bro let me tell you that boy got if you look up on YouTube, uh, on, on uh, Matthew Stafford has a crazy comeback run with the Lions, cause um, and this fool just fucking makes the winning touchdown and he just goes straight ice to my veins. Right now I have Sports Center on, I'm fucking watching Cooper Cut with that touchdown, bro. That shit was, shit was super nice. All right, but um, yeah. So honestly, I can't wait. To, next week it's week four in the NFL, and um, the the Rams got the the Cardinals up next. That's gonna be that's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting game. Honestly, Cardinals got a good D line. You know their their defensive line is very tough. Uh, but you know their secondary is pretty suspect, bro. I I don't feel like they could stop the um the firepower of the Rams. The secondary is uh not rock solid, honestly. And fucking like, dude, did you see that Deshaun Jackson fucking pass this fucking 
today. That shit was crazy. He it was a bomb, bro. And they they were trying to get that pass for a cool minute, and I think it was like two mistakes before before they got it right. But that third time they got it, that boy that boy was gone for like sixty plus yards. Gonzo's for a touchdown. And that was coming out the gate out of the, for the second half. Um, but yeah, it just it just it just feels good to see the Ram, fucking Rams scoring again and fucking beat the Bucks today, y'all. Fucking three and O Rams are three and O. We ain't fucking scared. And like I said before in the in our last podcast, fucking almost two months ago, my last episode, I said Rams will win the NFC West. That's the future bet. It was at plus three hundred, and best believe your boy took it. Put a thousand to win three thousand because it was at plus three hundred, and I fucking felt confident, bro. I was so happy to see Matthew Stafford with the fucking Rams, and he's only proving me right, man. They just, he's just been on one, literally been on one. So let's go, let's let's see let's see how that plays out next week. You know, um, I'm gonna come back during this week and and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot out I'm gonna shoot my picks and we're gonna start we're gonna get this shit starting to really roll now. All right, no more fucking around. I'm back at it now. I'm back. Okay, <laughs> but uh, you know it was crazy, man. Cause let's go, let's go to my bad beats in NFL betting for me in week two and week three. I was pretty, uh, I was profitable this weekend. I could have been more profitable, but let me tell you, crazy. It it's been the most fucking craziest fucking NFL week two and week three betting for me. Honestly, I would have had, I would have cashed out on a thousand dollars week two and week three. And on um, both of those weeks, one team has fucked it up for me on each week. And it's always came down to the last fucking game. It's crazy. All right. So before I get it, I'll, I'll, I'll do my week two bad, my fucking bad beat. It was, it was crazy. And it's going to come down to that Kansas game. So I'll tell you my ticket. Let me see. Let me go scroll down the line. Unless, let me read you my ticket for week two. <laughs> week two. Fuck, man. All right. All right. So I had a parlay. It was five teams. I had uh, I had the Rams. That was a money line. And they cashed. They beat the Colts by three. And then I had the Denver Broncos. That was a money line. They cashed. That was all good. And then I had the Cardinals. That was a money line. And that was a crazy game because they were playing the Vikings. And they were losing to the Vikings. And they came back at the very end and won by one point. That shit was crazy. And then I had the Buccaneers minus 12 and a half. And they they were playing against the Falcons last week, and they came they came back in like that the second half, and they they were leading the game, but they really came to put the smack down in the second half, and finished it off in the second half and covered the spread, but then the Kansas City Chiefs, that game was crazy. That was um, that was Sunday night football playing against the Ravens, and I actually had two bets. I had I had the five team parlay, and that was. Let's see how much that was. One second. All right, here it is. All right, I got it. So these were my two tickets. I had the parlay for that five-teamer, like I said. And um, it was the Rams cashed, Denver uh, Broncos cashed, Cardinals cashed, Buccaneers minus 12.5 cash. I had the other three teams' money line. And then I had my last one, Kansas City Chiefs' money line. And I had 100 bucks to win $924. And then the second bet, the second parlay I had was the Los Angeles Rams' money line and i had the kansas city chiefs money line for 424 dollars to win 538 dollars so i could have won almost roughly like 1400 bucks off of this fucking hit uh and um 
what is it called? Um, so everything went smooth except for the Kansas City Chiefs fucking Sunday night game. That shit was crazy, bro. Fucking that that was just wild, honestly. I I kind of felt some bullshit was gonna happen. I was like, some bullshit's about to happen. I knew it. I was like, once the ball left Patrick Mahomes' hands, oh man, I knew some bullshit was gonna happen. Cause Patrick Mahomes was rolling, you know? And the last thing I feel like you would want to do is like take it out of his hands. But I understand the play call. You the, the play call is what any coach would do, hand the ball off and you know, run down time and try to get the kicker to go in field goal range. But the fucking crazy part is, is the the kicker's already in field goal range. Why even fucking risk it you're in field goal range if you're gonna risk it if you're gonna risk the biscuit then you should fucking just let Mahomes throw the ball get out you know instead of running the fucking ball give it to the fucking second year I still almost a, he was a rook last year but uh Clyde Edwards Alaire uh goes in ha- uh, Mahomes hands it off for him just to get a, just a little bit more yardage for the kicker to get a little closer but he could have made it from where they were already and they fucking hand it off to him and fucking the Ravens step up and fucking that fool punches the ball out of his hands. Um, and the Chiefs lose. And they had, they were, it was last possession. They were already in field goal range. And if they were, they, if they kick the field goal, they win the game. And fucking, yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. I couldn't believe it. And I, I even, me and my wife were watching the game and I was telling her, I was like, I was like, I could feel some bullshit's gonna happen. I even walked out of the room. I knew some bullshit was gonna happen. And what do you know? I fucking I hear the TV going wild. I'm like, fuck, some bullshit happened. But yeah, that was that was that was my bad beat. I had I had that five team parlay to win for nine hundred and twenty four dollars, and it was about to cash, but the Chiefs fucking fumbled it, and they were ready in field goal range to win the game. All they had to do was win the fucking game. All they had to do was kick the fucking field goal. That's it. If they just would have kicked the field goal, but they didn't do that. They handed it off, or just at least I would have felt better if they just would have left it in Patrick Mahomes' hands. He was rolling. You never take it out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. I understand, okay, fucking the book tells you hand the ball off, but fuck that shit. You got Patrick Mahomes. There's no book on how to fucking play Patrick Mahomes. Um, and then that two-team parlay. I had the Rams, they cashed in the Chiefs. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Ouch. But I did have a nice player prop. I had Marquise Brown over uh, over uh, half a half touchdown which was plus 220 so uh anytime receiving touchdown was plus 220 and he cashed on that one he cashed that was a nice one and then i did a cowboys live bet with my homies there they all came over my homie jay my homie john uh fucking they came over last weekend and fucking we were pounding bruise and we got all fucked up and i i was i literally called the cowboys in uh i literally called the fucking cowboys and chargers game note by note bro told it exactly what happened i knew they were gonna win by a field goal had them had the cowboys live bet minus two and a half and that was a cash um all right so that, that that was week two now let's get into this week real quick and this week three for nfl was profitable for me i mixed it in with a little bit of college football um I, i've always liked to bet college football uh the, the first two weeks of college football were uh, a little rough to see but now, now i'm starting to see what teams are the more powerhouse teams and starting to gain the feel of it but we had some nice caches man i've been really messing around with the parlay teasers and i feel like uh i've been i've been uh clutching up like the like the first bet i had for college football was a uh, georgia uh first half and they fucking crushed it bros minus uh, 23 and the odds were minus 110 and that shit was a beautiful that was a nice cash really nice cash 
And then um, what else did we have? And then we had a teaser. I have a sick-ass bookie, so if anyone ever fucking needs a bookie, you fucking know where to find me. Hit me up. I, I got you. <clears throat> but uh, I had a I had a teaser, and it was the, the Bills plus five. Uh, Maryland uh, college football team minus half a point. And then I had the total on the USC, UCLA versus uh, Stanford game over 46.5 points. And then I had Georgia minus 23 full game. And uh, all those bad boys cashed. That was a nice win. And then I had another nice, another nice teaser. It was the Bills plus three, Oregon State plus twelve, uh, plus twenty one, uh, against USC. And uh, actually, Oregon State smacked in one and beat, uh, beat them. And then fucking Oregon minus nineteen and a half. Let me tell you, that fucking Oregon game was crazy, bro. I did not think they were gonna fucking cash. I did not think it was gonna cover. It was literally a backdoor cover. They they scored the touchdown. They need they scored two touchdowns that I needed them to score in the fucking fourth quarter, like late in the fourth quarter, like probably eight within like nine minutes. They scored two touchdowns. That shit was crazy, fucking wild off a of pick six. Yeah, it, it was that was a, that was a fun game to watch that night on Saturday night. Um, so but yeah, dude. On honestly, too, in college football, real quick, I really fucking think Georgia's gonna win it all. I really do think Georgia's gonna fucking win the the national title this year uh, so i'm gonna net my this week when i put out my betting my betting um the betting episode um i'm gonna fucking tell you the odds on the georgia um the future the future bet for for them to win the the national title because i really do think georgia's the i think georgia's the team this year clemson's not too good they lost a lot of their players to the nfl all big teams have lost their players to the nfl let me tell you bro georgia has a lot of five-star recruits um fucking jt jt daniels is no joke kurt warner coached him um that's like his fucking mentor so fucking shows a lot bro i'm telling you georgia's gonna fucking win it all this year no bullshit i think they're gonna beat bad i fucking i bro that's gonna be my future bet we're gonna talk more about that this week too um so also another that was those were those two teasers i cashed i cashed another teaser let me see um let's see those two teasers i cashed and then i had i had after after those two i had another one it was a four team teaser i had the panthers minus two tennessee titans plus one ucla stanford over 52 and a half and georgia minus 29 full game fucking cashed easy money um i'm telling you bro georgia blew them out like 54 like fucking points they they smacked them um and then i had a i had a six team teaser this is the bad oh bro this is the fucking bad beat right here i'm still profitable and i still won and then um but um i could have won how last week i could have won that thousand dollars i could have won almost fourteen hundred dollars on week two but one team fucked it up. It was the Chiefs off that fumble. And then I could have won another $1,000 week three. I'm still winning like I still winning some money and I still have some bets rolling right now for uh for Monday Night Football. So I still could come out like $500 winner. Um, but no matter what, I'll come out a winner. But this would have fucking really put me at top for like $1,500, $1,600 easy. Um, but this was the bad beat. I had two. How many bets? Yeah, I had two. I had two teasers on top of the three I already hit. Um and 
the six-team teaser was the Panthers minus uh, half a point, uh, Cardinals minus half a point, and the total over 48 for the Buccaneers and the Rams game, and the total 48.5, over 48.5 for the Seahawks versus Minnesota Vikings game, and then a total over for uh, 51.5 uh, points for the UCLA versus Stanford game, and Georgia minus 27.5, so it was those college games too. So all those cashed, Panthers cashed, Cardinals cashed, Rams and Buccaneers cashed, Stanford already cashed, Georgia already cashed, and then we had the Seahawks and Minnesota Vikings, bro. And these fuckers came out hot, bro. They they can't. It was like twenty one seventeen, some shit like that, and um in the first half, and they came out balling. I was like, fuck yeah, this is gonna be an easy cash. We're gonna cash going into the second half. I was like, fuck yeah. I was I was I was doing my little dance, bro. I I was like, that's it. I was like, bounce back, baby. I was like, bounce back. Tell me why the defense shows up for the Vikings in the second half and fucking blanks the Seahawks. Literally, both the defenses go in in the second half. Literally, right before that first half, it was Seahawks 17, Minnesota 21. And I fucking have the over four. 49 points that's what i need if i get over 49 over 48 it was 48 and a half but if i get over if i get 49 points i win and right before the fucking the half of the game it was already fucking 17 to 21 so 17 to 21 is 38 so i'm like bro i'm already there i just need about fucking 10 more points let's go i need i mean i needed like 11 more points i was like let's go Tell me why the fucking Vikings show up and they fucking blank the fucking Hawks in the third and fourth quarter, and then the Seahawks defense shows up too, and they 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 and they they hold the Minnesota Vikings from no t- to score no touchdowns and to score a field goal in the third quarter, and in the fourth quarter the Vikings score two field goals, so only fucking nine points get scored in the second half, fucking crazy, bro, bad fucking beat back to back weeks but i'm still profitable this week i ain't tripping i'm still still living life and then after that i was like i gotta throw in a prop bet i looked at my fucking bookie and this fucking aaron jones on the packers you know uh over a half uh needs a one rushing touchdown that's all i needed was just one rush touching anytime touchdown plus 150 i was like how the fuck can i not i should have bet 500 dollars because i fucking knew he was gonna score a touchdown like, i knew it but I only bet 100. I won 150. Couldn't complain. I'm still up for the week. Um, and then I do still have some pending bets. Let me tell you, fucking Monday Night Football, Cowboys, money line minus 180. That's my take tomorrow. Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, minus 180, money line, taking down the Eagles. Fucking Cowboys are too stacked, bro. They the 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 um their receiving core is just uh they're solid, bro. And I fuck with Prescott, bro. He he's a quarterback. He could throw he could sling. He got the ball. He can throw the ball. Um literally tomorrow my bo- both my parlays, I'll cash for $346. I just need fucking Cowboys to win. I have uh, a crazy part. I have like a crazy parlay that my bookie, only my bookie offers it. Uh but um what is it called? I ha- I have fucking Everyone cashed already, and I just need the Cowboys. I have them plus nine and a half. That's it. That's I already know. I hopefully I don't jinx it. And then on the other parlay to win two hundred and fifty seven bucks, fucking, I just have Dallas Cowboys money line. 
that's all I need on Monday Night Football. And I will put I, – I, I, there is – I was thinking of doing some crazy future prop bet, and I'm just going to fucking say it. I don't fucking know because I was trying to look up the prop bet, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I guess it hasn't popped up on my bookie's website yet. But I'll say this: when if you're listening, fucking, I think Tony Pollard gets a fucking rushing touchdown. Tony Pollard, the running, the running back, and uh, I also think I also think CD Lamb is gonna get a touchdown too. I think he's gonna get a touchdown. I think I think both those dudes will get a touchdown from the Cowboys. It'll be Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is the fucking long shot. That's because he's the backup. But he fucking ran for hundred yards and got like two TDs last game. So that boy, that boy, fucking monster. He that shit could happen. He's the long shot, big odds. And then I would say CD Lamb. That would be. I'm sure you'll get some good odds on those. Those are gonna be my two prop bets tomorrow. Uh, I'll post those shits up on my Instagram too. Maybe, maybe. I don't really like to fucking flaunt on it. I just like to talk about it, and I don't really like to post that shit. But who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so for Monday Night Football, fucking, I got the Cowboys money line, minus 180. I'm going to take that tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, my two my two fucking, uh, my two parlays for tomorrow that are still lasting from uh, Sunday is teams winnings. I just need Cowboys, and I'll cash. I'll cash for 346 bucks. And my, my risk amount's 179 to win 346 so... Let's go, baby. We'll see how that goes. But hey, y'all, I fucking appreciate y'all. I'm fucking back. We're going to be fucking making some money. Sports is back. NFL is fucking back. It was a crazy week today. The fucking, the Broncos are fucking looking really good. Rams are looking fucking solid. They're looking like real Super Bowl contenders. I can't wait to see the fucking, to see how how this year plays out. It's going to be really exciting. The Super Bowl is being held at SoFi, so that would be fucking awesome if fucking the Rams pull that shit off. Um, yeah, NFL's NFL is really interesting, bro. Raiders, shout out to all the Raider fans. Fucking finally, huh? Finally, everyone's all it's not gonna last. Hey, bro, they're fucking winning games. They got they they're making it happen. They just gotta stay solid. Um, but yeah, y'all, y'all have a good one. My boy Eric on the fucking beats. He just gave me some new shit, so he gonna he gonna you know Eric take it away with your new shit. All right. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you take that shit away, yo, like I said, I appreciate everybody. I hope everyone stays blessed. Let's get this money. Invest your money. Even if it's not even to what I'm telling you. Fucking look into something that you're into. Look into something to invest into your future, into that next step. Look at the market. Look at the housing market. Look at the car market, bro. The car market's killing it. Housing market's killing it. Eventually, that shit will go down, but you know, you never know. Like I said, patience is key in life. Just set yourself up for those opportunities to become successful. But, um, you know, we'll be back at it. Y'all, peace. Appreciate y'all.